The autumn wind is a pirate. The kick is up, and it's, and it's, and it's no good. Well, that kind of sums up the game from last week. Let's talk about that and more here on show 284. On today's show, we will have, of course, the post-mortem for, <laughs> and I mean mortem too, because it was mortifying at the end of that fucking game. I got to tell you right now, I, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I know the Raider Nation was fucking flipped out, because I know I was, and I could feel it in the force. I felt a great disturbance in the force, as if millions of voices suddenly cried out in terror and were suddenly silenced. We're going to talk about that, and we're going to hit the George Blanda, another Raider legend, dies at the age of 83. Um, we got to make some more legends here because we're losing all the legends uh, over time. And the Raiders haven't put up a real good legend for some time now. So we're going to hit that and also the pregame for, well, the Texans. I hate the fucking Texans. I'm starting to hate the Texans more than anybody else. Sick of losing to them, bastards. We're going to hit on that and the bone line here on this show. Let's get right into it. This is the story of the Redbirds versus the Oakland Raiders. They should have been dead birds. Well, I got the pleasure of watching this football game from our firehouse. Now, I had to be very calm and very cool and collect because the public can hear me from screaming <laughs> from our living room at the firehouse. And trust me. In the first 30 seconds of the game, I was freaking screaming my ass off. A touchdown. Run back on special teams. 30 seconds into the game, we're behind by seven points. I just couldn't believe it, and I started getting phone calls from Raider Faithful that second. Well, it got better. Uh, I got to tell you this, special teams from then on, they, they sacked it up, man. They did a great job. They got some great recoveries. They recovered a couple fumbles down there in the Cardinals' uh, red zone almost. I mean, close. One of them was right there. We got to the Cardinals' red zone five freaking times and came away with one TD. That's a problem, folks. We all know that's a problem, but it was a big problem this day because our kicker, had some kind of fucking athlete's foot or something, man. Huh? He had a club foot. You name it. He could not get the ball through the uprights. Now, I'm not going to put this all on Jano Kowski, or what I like to call him in these cases, a Jano choke on a fish bonesky, or Jano Shankowski, or there's all kinds of lovely little names I've used for him in the past when he's had one of these streaks. 
Let's not forget, in the past three games, he's missed five field goals, folks. And these aren't all 58-yarders. He's got to get his shit together because it's not just one of these serendipitous, oh, I've just had a bad game kind of things. He's had a bad season. So they got to get that shit straightened out yesterday. But he didn't lose this game for the Oakland Raiders. No, it was a team effort. With 123 yards and penalties, 123 fucking yards and penalties. There is no team in the NFL that wins a game with that many penalties. None. I don't give a shit who you are. That is an undisciplined team with undisciplined play. And that starts with coaching, and I'm going to get into that in a minute. But I'm going to tell you right now, we gave this game back to the Cardinals. They kept trying to hand this motherfucker to us. And we gave it away. Mario fucking pain in the ass. My hemorrhoids coming out of my ass. It itches Henderson. What is he doing in there? What does he do? Can somebody call the bone line and tell me the good things he does? Because I'm looking and I'm not seeing it. He's a big body. Is he good with the runs? Is that where he, I, I don't know. I'm looking. Is there someone else that could do that? Because I'll tell you what, that guy cost us the game. Along with Gradkowski not calling a timeout on the one-foot line and us getting a delay of game penalty when we were on the one-foot line. Come on, man. And we st- then we go back to the six-yard line and we can't punch the ball through. What's the call playing as well? I mean... There were several opportunities for us to win this game. 123 yards and penalties. Mario fucking Henderson just being in the game irritates me to no fucking end because you can watch it happen. He's not the only guy that got called, but come on, people. The Cards had penalties too, but man, they kept trying to hand us this fucking game and we wouldn't take it. And don't blame Jankowski on this, this, this loss. It is the pinnacle. I mean, that's the cherry on top on a so-called chip shot. The guy's not making field goals this year, folks. If you haven't noticed, there's something wrong with him or something. I don't know. But he better get his shit together because we need him. This team is not strong enough to go without a good kicker. And we don't have anybody that could take his place. It would be nice to have the 43-year-old Blanda in the house because he'd probably make that fucking kick without a doubt. (laughs) Uh, But I digress. This was a fully winnable game. I mean, it was like uh, we were moving the ball well. Murphy, DHB, uh, McFadden with over 100 yards again. I mean, this is a fully winnable game. I don't know why on the one-foot line you would pass the ball twice when you have Bush, who's back in the mix, and McFadden. You know, that's our strength. We could run the football. Why don't they just make it happen? Do they have not confidence? Is there cable of no confidence in the run game on the red zone? I mean, I watched it happen in camp where we couldn't get in four tries in the red zone, and maybe that's what he's thinking about, but... He's got to let it happen, man. He's got to let the run game do its thing and give those guys a chance to make it happen. On the one-foot line? I said, please. And I mean, come on. Now, I'm going to get into coaching right now for a short second 
because it is blatantly fucking obvious to me that this is a coaching issue. This team has coaching problems. It's not the players, folks. My opinion, and it might not mean a whole lot, but if you look at the Chiefs, won four games last year. Four games. They changed the entire coaching staff, with the exception of the head coach, Charlie Weiss, Romeo Crennel, and Paoli as a general manager. And those motherfuckers are 3-0. and And they are not just 3-0 and by a hair. They're beating the shit out of people. You know why? It's coaching. It's preparation. It's putting your key best players in the best position to win games on offense and defense. That's the name of the game, and that is what we are not fucking doing in Oakland. We have the talent. We have the youth. We've got the momentum as far as the willingness to win. But our coaching staff is not putting our players in the best position to win. The play calling is juvenile at best. I'm not the only one who sees it. You see it too. And, you know, Hugh Jackson talks a good story, but I think his play calling is full of fucking holes like a piece of Swiss fucking cheese. Pisses me off that this guy wants to win, blah, 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 blah. My job is to make sure that I put our offensive football team in the best situation to score points. I told you guys, I've been telling you that since I've been here. And that's the number one goal for our offensive team. The ultimate goal is winning. But does not put the guys on the field that can do the best for the team. And where are the halftime adjustments? Can you tell me? Um, let's talk about the game now. We... Uh... As I talked to the team, um, you know, we need to really evaluate the, the last 30 minutes prior to the last play of the game because that's where we lost the game. We didn't lose a game on a kick. Um, we lost a game in, in not doing more in the last 30 minutes uh, to put ourselves in position and not have to, to go through all that. We left so many plays out there on the field offensively, and the players, coaches, we'd all tell you the same thing. One for five in the red zone is not good enough. It's totally unacceptable. Um, and there's so much out there that uh, it's really we're bothered by it. We're kind of mad about it right now just because we had a tremendous opportunity and we, we really did not take advantage of it, and we, we will. When's the last time you saw our team come in from the half and make adjustments? Tell me. I need to know. The key is, uh, is uh, I don't want to give away any secrets. Other than the fact that we changed quarterbacks, that was the only adjustment I saw in the last game. And, and really, it did a great thing. But where were the play adjustments? Where was the play adjustments for this Cardinals game? Where was it? Namdi did a great job. Fitzgerald got held to one fucking catch. When we, he wasn't on him, he made a touchdown. Well, I don't know whose mistake that was, but that was a big one. The one time he doesn't get covered by Namdi, touchdown. Uh, you know, this team could, you know, it can make you crazy. I know it can. And it did this game because everybody in the Raider Nation Throats were ripped out on that kick. It just happened to be the kick that made the difference. But throughout the whole game, we had opportunities to put this Cardinals team away, and we didn't do it. And it's a typical Raider game where the fans end up getting their fucking heart ripped out of their ass 
at the last second. That's what you're used to now as a fan. I mean, it pisses me off. When is this team going to get together? I mean, come on. This is a fully winnable game. Now we got the Texans. We got the 49ers who aren't going to be real easy. We got the Chargers. We got a tough fucking season here, people. And we got to win winnable games, and this is a winnable game, and we let this fucker go. And that just kills me. Because you know what? We might come close to beating the Colts or the Steelers, but we won't win, but we'll come close. It'll be so close. And then we'll play a team like the Cardinals, and we look like Cirque du Soleil, which means clowns flying around. You know, when will this fucking team find itself? When will it have enough pride and identity to make things happen? I'll tell you when. When the fucking coaching staff gets it together, because that's what this team needs. It needs good coaching. We've got good players with shitty coaches. And I'm, I'm, I'm just telling it like it is. We got good players and shitty coaches, and it's blatantly obvious to me When you have 123 yards of penalties in the third game of the season, the coaches are fucked up. Coaches are like politicians. They can stand on the podium and say, yeah, 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 and rah, 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 and we're going to do this and that, and they can be so very fucking convincing. And then when it comes down to it, hey, people, the proof is in the pudding. The proof, proof is in the product. What do we see on the field? That is the coaching. What we see as far as play calling, that is the coaching. What do we see as far as adjustments at halftime? That's fucking coaching, people. We don't have it. We need to get some good coaches in here to coach these young players into a championship. We have the talent. We have no brains to direct the talent. I am sick and fucking tired of the Oakland Raiders drafting guys, expecting them to do great things, and then being coached by a bunch of fucking buffoons. You know what? I'm not the only one who sees this. Maybe I'm the only one bitching about it, but I'll tell you right now, we need good fucking coaches. We haven't had good coaches since Gruden. Still, as much as I hope that Hugh Jackson would be good, make a difference, he's a great fucking politician, but he sure as shit ain't doing it on the field, and he's not putting our guys in a position to win. Our defense is better, but not the best as it could be. Because our defensive coordinator is not the best he can be. Coaching is the name of the game, and we are fucking sick in the coaching ranks. We don't have it. We need it. And the sooner we get a general manager to figure it out, the better it'll be. Because I'm telling you, folks, I'm not trying to paint the gloom and doom, but we're getting out coached. And this game in particular was a tough-ass loss for this Raider fan and I'm fucking pissed, and I'm depressed, and I'm fucking pissed still. And it's fucking Wednesday. I can't believe how close we came to winning. I know the entire Raider Nation is flipped out over this last game because we cannot afford to leave those games behind. We need every one of them. And it just pisses me off to no end that we let this go. Coaching is the name of the game in this team, partners. And if these motherfuckers want to keep their job, they better start working a little bit harder, try to figure it out a little bit better, and help these kids make it happen because these are young men 
who need direction, and they ain't getting it from our coaching staff. What's the, the key to <clears throat> playing good defense as a team that, that runs a lot of zone blocking and does a lot of cutbacks? The key to that is staying square to the line of scrimmage and get some push on the offensive lineman. You have to distort the run lane. And if you can do that, you're good. And and you have to make sure you've got the backside taken care of. Because all he's going to do is take one plant and then he's going to where he sees daylight, you know? And so what happens is they get your whole front flowing so fast and they'll cut, they do a lot of cut blocking. So all they need to do is cut one guy off, everybody's flowing fast and that cutback lane is there. Let me add one more thing here before it's too late. Darren McFadden did a fabulous job of running. Michael Bush was in there for a couple plays. They were trying to test out his thumb. Looks like it works pretty good. He'll be in for the next game. But McFadden's being the man. He stepped up big time. He's playing like he's never played before. I got to say, take my hat off to him for doing a fabulous job in this last game. He did a great job. Without him, we'd have been big trouble. So, you know, I could go on about this game, but I'm not going to because I'm pissed about it. I'll be pissed about it probably the rest of the fucking season. We got to move on. We got the Texans coming up, which, you know, they beat us. <laughs> well, I think we've only won one game to those guys, and they're a new team. I swear. When will we learn who the fuck we are? We are the Oakland fucking Raiders. Oakland Raiders legend George Blanton dies at 83. What a frickin' bummer that is. George Blanda had many, many accolades in his career. One of them was a span of four decades in the NFL. Four decades? Can you imagine playing this game that long? This was a tough son of a bitch, man. You gotta understand the toughness this man brought to the table. And when he was in his 40s, he led the Raiders to six winning games after taking Gerald Monica's place, kicking points, making touchdowns, the guy was a tough mofo. Being hit, knocked down the whole nine yards. Wasn't like he was standing back there like Tom Brady, not getting any pressure. George Blanda was the man. Quarterback, kicker. His records are legendary. I'm not going to go over them right now. It's incredible. Look to see what he's done in his life. It is absolutely... Four decades, in his 40s, he played excellent football. Al Davis called him the best clutch player in NFL history, and you got to agree. You got to agree with him. He was confident and competent. The man knew his limitations, and he knew that there were no limitations to a man. If he could bring it up from inside, this guy was the guy. You know, if you look at some of his records, it'll blow your mind. It's crazy. And not only us, as far as celebrating his life, but let's celebrate his life throughout every team because, actually, the sports media world did him pretty good. They had uh, a lot of uh, fanfare for George, and he deserved every bit of it. The guy was a quintessential football player. He is part of the old breed of football players that they don't make anymore. And he's also a Raider legend, which we haven't made in a long time. From Marcus Allen to Bo Jackson, 
Jack Tatum. I mean, these players that we I, I'm talking about here are Raider legends because we had championship teams. We had teams that would make it happen. And these are some of the guys that did it. And they were fabulous football players. Where are they today? Where, where are our new Raider legends? Can you tell me? Who's going to be the Raider legend? Okay, Rich Gannon. He could be a Raider legend. But we have few and far between now. We had, look at the Hall of Fame. The Raiders need to bring that back to life. We need to make a resurgence in super players, I'll tell you right now. And the fact that some of these fine men, Jack Tatum, George Blanda, are passing away, it's just sad. It makes you think, you know, here, where is the toughness of the Raiders? Why can't this team find that history? Why can't they live that history? I don't get it. Great Raider players, great Raider players of the past are that. The Raider players of the past. Where are the Raider players of the future that are going to create such legends to live on through Raider history? That's all my question is. And and I know that we're going to have them. I just want to know when. Because right now, <laughs> seems like we're on the precipice and hopefully turning this thing around. Uh, I'm digressing here from George. I don't want to take away from George's history, George's uh, meaning here in Oakland. He did play for the Bears. He played for the Houston Oilers when there was a Houston Oilers team. But... The guy, what I want to say, he was clutch. He was a tough son of a bitch. And we should be proud of his legacy as an Oakland Raider because he exemplifies what this team should be about. It should be about toughness and and fighting through pain and injury. You know, that's what it's about. Let me just say this. He was traded from the Oilers to the Oakland Raiders for a hundred bucks. A hundred dollars. Here, you can have George Planner for a hundred bucks. Can you imagine? These multimillionaires playing these days get a, a splinter in their fucking finger and oh my gosh, I gotta go on IR. Where's the toughness in the NFL? Where's the toughness in the Oakland Raiders? That's all I gotta say. There was a breed of football player in the past that was tough, that was hard-nosed, that would not take losing, period. That was George Blanda. That was the way he played football. And that's the way this team needs to think about this fucking game. And I think we've come so far away from it, it makes this fan sad. Because those days, football was a tough man's game. Now, I don't know what to call it. Maybe I'd call it a rich man's game. And that's all I have to say about that. Yeehaw! The Texans are coming to Oakland again. Well, let's give them a nice warm welcome, shall we? Stand up and holler!
Okay, Raider fans, here we go. Another home game, another possibility. Now, we're three-point dogs at home. Go figure. They've been setting the Texans up to be the team of the season, the comeback team, and the possible playoff berth team uh, coming out of Texas. Well, you know what? I got to say this. They've come to Oakland far too many times and left with a victory, and I mean not marginally either. The Texans own our ass, and I'm fucking sick and tired of it. There's no reason that this team can't beat the Texans, and I mean beat them. We should make a a statement. This game is a statement game. Now, (laughs) we're at home. This is our home field. We have our home crowd. And you know what? If the team wants to put more asses in the seats, it has to win these fucking games right here. I'd be the first one to tell you if I didn't think we could win. I know we can beat the Texans. The team has to have that mentality more so than me. The team has to know they have to beat, they can beat these mofos because I know they can. And there's not a lot of mystery involved here. We can beat this team. Now they beat the Colts. That was a big game for them. They beat them at home. They were up for that game. We need to be up for this game and make a statement here in Oakland that you can't just come in here and be three-point superior and have everybody in media saying the Raiders will never win this game. This is a game this team has to win. It's not that we're going to the playoffs. This is a statement game, folks. This is a game we can make a statement and say, wow, wow. Look at the Raiders. They've gotten better every game. Look at, they beat the Texans. That would make a big statement in the NFL. I'll tell you right now, it would make a big statement like when we beat the Steelers. They said it was a miracle. Well, then we beat the Eagles. Hey, look at the Raiders. This team needs to find itself this week. The coaching staff needs to find itself this week. I'll tell you, I'm calling out Hugh Jackson and Hackett for making it happen because if if we don't win, it's on their ass, not the players. The play calling, I mean, I'm still suspect to the bone after last week. They better get their shit straight and call us fucking game right. I'll tell you, I'm watching it like a fucking hawk. We can win this game because we have the defense to win it. They have the second best rushing defense in the league. We have the third. Their defense is weak in the past, though. They, they've given up many, many yards to the passing game. Their DBs blow. And that means Darius Hayward Bay and Lewis Murphy should have a field day. That's if Gradkowski can get the ball off because they're going to be coming off tackle all day long. You can guarantee it. The key to this game is pressure on Matt Schaub. Matt Schaub's been sacked the second most in the NFL this year. I think 11 times. Only second to Vic. We need to get to Schaub. We can do it. Their offensive line is just like ours. I mean, this is going to be a game of defenses. We can break this game down pretty simply, really. I mean, these are the things that we're going to have to do. We're going to have to get the football 
in the end zone. When we're in the red zone, we got to get it in the end zone. And to do that, we're going to have to run the ball. They have a great running defense. We have to force ourselves onto these guys. We might have to pass. I don't know. Their weakness is the pass. Maybe we'll have to pass in the end zone. I don't give a shit if we tippy-toe into the end zone as long as we get the ball in the end zone when we're in the red zone. We have to reduce our penalties. (laughs) We've been penalized 33 times for 290 yards in three games. I mean, can you believe it? I can't freaking believe it. That's discipline. That's coaching. They're senseless penalties, man. They're senseless, and they're all at the wrong time. The Texans are last in the league on average yards allowed passing. They're last. We have got to get the ball to Darius Hayward Bay and to Lewis Murphy and to Zach Miller. And how about this? How about passing the ball to our our running backs? When have we seen, you know, we've seen some good screen plays. We have to get some passes out. From the backfield, man, we got to get some plays other than the screen. We've got to use those guys in the flats. Have our running back come out and get that pass in the flat and then make it happen. We haven't seen that. I haven't seen that all year. We need to have that play in there because that play will work excellent against this team. Just like Fitzgerald, Namdi has to be on top of this Andre Johnson because he is the man. He's the guy. He's a big receiver like Fitzgerald, and they're going to go after him all day long. That's what their game plan is. They want to throw the ball if they can't run it, and hopefully they won't be able to run it against our defense. But Namdi's got to be on his game like before. Darius Hayward Bay, like I said, with Murphy, he's got to catch some passes. He's got to make those routes crisper. He's got to open up more because he's covered pretty well And, you know, he's single coverage. He's got to be able to make those adjustments to separate himself from the defender. These guys aren't that good. These guys aren't that good. Now, in deep routes, he should be able to get open. He should be able to get some of those long ball passes that I guess Al makes you, Jackson, put in there because I tell you, the Cardinals game, we threw a lot of long balls, and that's bullshit too. Because until we start to to put them back on their heels, you know, th- then we can start throwing those passes. But we threw t- way too many long passes. We don't have the guys for it yet. Or we have the guys, but they're not getting free. Seabass has definitely got to get his ass back in line. With five missed kicks in three games, he better be fucking perfect in this game. He has to be. He has to be perfect. He's at home. He's playing in front of the home crowd. Should be beautiful weather. He's got to make a 32-yarder or a chip shot that nobody doubts anymore. He better get his confidence back up, and I mean like right now. The Raiders need to keep Arian Foster to minimum yardage because if they let this guy on the outside, he is gone. He's proven it before. He's the best running back in the league so far. Most yards. He's explosive. And once he gets out, you know, we're going to have a hard day if we let this guy out of the bag. And we cannot let this game get away on a running rampage. It will be disastrous. Game control, time control, clock control, you name it, it'll be over. 
Owen Daniels is a receiver. Got to keep an eye on, too. He's his number two guy. And with Andre Johnson being the guy and Kevin Walter being the other guy, Daniels should be in a one-on-one coverage situation most of the time. And that's where the ball's going. So Stanford route or whoever else is going to be covering this cat better be on his A game because that's where they're going to go with the ball. And if Matt Schaub ain't hurried, he's going to be throwing it to him most of the day. We really have to be careful of this guy. DeMarco Reyes, he is the linebacker calling the plays now that Brian Cushing is out. Cushing's sideline and Reyes is the guy who's taken his place and done a pretty good job. He spearheads the defense. We got to keep Reyes in control, lock him down, and block the shit out of him so he he's uh, not on his A game because he's playing good football. He's got good football players around him. These are some of the matchups that we really have to be cautious of. To win this game. The bottom line here, Raider Nation, is the Raiders need to play their best game. The best game they've played all year. This is the game they have to play the best. We played the Titans. They were a good team. They're not a great team. They were a good team. The Cardinals were not a good team. This Texan team is full of potent weapons. And if we play our A game, and I haven't seen that yet from the Raiders, we can win. If we do not, if we get demoralized, if we get behind and don't keep on the pressure, then this could be a long, ugly day for the entire Raider Nation in attendance. And quite frankly, I'm fucking sick of ugly days at the Coliseum. I know the rest of the fan base is fucking sick of ugly days at the Coliseum. And the Raider Nation is sick and tired of seeing our team get the shit beat out of us at home. And this could be an ugly game if we let it get away from us. This team needs to sack up big time, folks. Needs to come in with an A game and play hard and play strong. And don't make stupid mistakes. Don't make stupid penalties. Play hard and do your best. That's all I ask is the Raiders play their best game. And I know they haven't done it yet. Let's see them play their best game. And then I will be convinced that we have a chance for the rest of the season because, you know, we talk about games that are must-win games. Well, let me tell you, this game is a must-win game, not only for us as a team, but the character of this organization will show through this game because this is no slouch team. They're coming in strong. They're coming in hard. And I do not want to fucking see another 38-3 to or 14 uh, beatdown of my team because if we let it happen, It could definitely get that way, and this Raider fan is fucking sick of seeing it. So, let's go Raiders. Let's get some positives. Let's play our best game and see what happens. If we play our best game and lose, I can deal with that. But any other this buffoonery like we played last Sunday, I'll tell you what, man. (laughs) I don't know what to say other than it'll be obvious for all to see. That is all I have to say about that. Well, Raider Nation, it is time. It is time for you to voice your opinion. Get it off your chest. Get it out of your heart. Get it off your ass. Whatever. Bad to the bone. Here on the Bone Line. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. 
throw the Raider Nation a bone. Let us know how you're feeling, what you're thinking, and all that. So let's get to our first caller of the show. Raider Dan in Tracy. What you got to say, brother? Hey, Raider Greg. Raider Randy. This is uh, Raider Dan from Tracy. Just wanted to call and tell you that uh, Jeff and I had an absolutely fantastic time. Finally getting to meet you and uh, got to see how you guys throw a party. Boy, I tell you, that was great food, great company, that great atmosphere. Jeff hasn't had the sack to call in yet, but, you know, he's, he's mentioned how impressed he was with the whole production, and it was great to finally meet you. And to top it all off, we had a great game that certainly changed when Greg Kowski went in there. And uh, Al Davis is a moron if he starts uh, anybody but Bruce. Anyway, then everything I said on the video, and uh, just wanted to tell you, I had a great time, and anytime I'm ever coming up, I'll be uh, partying with you and the Barbecue Bad Boys. So thanks again, partner. Bye. Raider Dan got to experience the Bad Boys of Barbecue and the party we have in the parking lot, man. There's nothing like it. It's off the hook, especially with good fans like yourself. Uh, you guys came in and... Well, you're part of the family. I'm sure you felt at home. Uh, your uh, your bone line mesh says it says it all, man. And thanks for coming. Anytime you're in town, you know where to go to, <laughs> to get down in the Raider Nation. That's the bad boys of barbecue. Need I say more? My good brother, Raider Bob, from Knoxville, Tennessee, man, letting it go. <laughs> Raider Nation, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Bob from Knoxville. Now that we've got Gradkowski in there, this is the thing. He is what brought me to you guys. When he came in and beat the Bengals last year, I found the RMP. And I've loved the guy ever since I saw him play. He brings fire. He brings heart. And, and the team elevates their play around him. They in every game I've ever seen him play, even in the Dallas game, they played hard, even though they only had four days rest, they had to travel, but that's no excuse. Forget about that. What I really wanted to say is that I'm hoping that this week, that against the Cardinals, that he can come in and have a huge game, a game that would absolutely cement his role as the starter. And in the hearts and the minds of the ownership, the coaches, and what very few fans aren't already in love with the fucking guy. And that's all I had to say, man. Let the Polish prick roll on. Raider Nation, I'm out. And Randy and Greg, thanks a bunch, man. We love your stuff. We love you guys. And uh, what you do for all of us is uh, immeasurable. Love you guys. Later. I love it, the Polish prick. <laughs> Ah, hey, man, you know what, man? We do it because we love the Raider Nation, and we appreciate all the props, and I know Gre the mad Gradkowski is in to stay unless he gets hurt. Um, he's our best option, and, and he's just going to get better and better, and I, I think he's going to cement his spot here if he keeps playing like he does. We just need the rest of the team to play as well. 
Thanks for the call, brother. Our next caller is kind of unusual. I'm going to call him the L.A. Bears fan. Check it out. Greater Greg, man. I listen to a lot of podcasts. You know, uh, and sincerely, bro, I think you're turning me to the dark side, man. I've been rooting for the Bears now for a while, bro, but I'm from L.A., man, and the, the dark hole, bro, is calling me in, man. The, the darkness of that, uh, you know with a powerful hole in your podcast, bro. I don't know what's going on here, man. My dad's a hardcore Raider fan. I don't know how I ended up a Bears fan, but I'm falling in, bro. And I uh, just want to give you props on your awesome, awesome podcast, bro. You break it down. You're funny. Give props to all the Raider Nation. I'm in L.A., bro. What can I say? I swim in black here, man. It's a black ocean here in L.A. Uh, again, man, props. Uh, you break down the games real nice. Uh, just give you mad props, bro. First of all, man, thanks for the props. I'm glad you enjoy the show. It's important that we put on a good product. Randy and I really work hard to to make it so. And, man, you got it in the blood already. Your dad is a hardcore Raider Nation. You can't get away from it, man. Just come to the dark side and get it over with, man. You ain't no Bears fan. You ain't no Bears fan in L.A., Come to the dark side. That's where you belong, brother. Next, we have Raider Sid from Moval. Now, he's a little emotional, but I feel your pain, brother. Hey, this is Raider Sid from Moval, calling from fucking University of Phoenix Stadium. Motherfucker! What a fucking kick-ass game. We set it up. Brad Cassie got it. The fucking end. Four seconds left. And that piece of shit motherfucker Seabass fucking shanked another one. That son of a bitch. I'll give him the 58-yarder. But those other two, you fucking piece of shit son of a bitch. That's our motherfucking win. We had fucking Raider Nation in this motherfucking stadium, and you fucking choked it away. And you know what? Thanks, special teams, you fucking assholes, for giving up a fucking touchdown on the first motherfucking play. Fucking A. Gratkowski did everything he could to win that fucking game, and the fucking other players fucked it up. Fuck you, motherfuckers. God damn it. This is going to be a fucked flight home. This is Raider Sid. Out! First off, I understand the long flight home. Randy and I have gone to Miami. We've gone to New Orleans, of course. Uh, we were in Tennessee just not too long ago with a beatdown of our Raiders. And I feel your pain on the way home. Uh, and I, I feel what you're saying. The whole team actually let us down. It wasn't Jan Okowski by himself or Jan O. Choke on a Fish Bonesky was what I've been calling them lately. They all got to get it together. And until they play as a team, well, that's what's going to happen. That was a hell of a loss, though. I feel you totally, my brother. Here's another Raider fan, didn't give his name, but you can feel. I mean, this game took a lot out of the nation, man. I'm telling you, it, it took a lot out of everybody. And this is this man's way of letting us know. Hey, I just don't know what just happened. Really, what the fuck just happened? Halftime, we're winning. What the fuck? Fuck. 
What could I possibly add to that? <laughs> we have my good friend, Rada Mike from Gainesville, Florida, breaking it down like he does. The wisdom comes through. Got to listen. Raider Greg, Raider Mike, Gainesville, Florida. Well, we let this one slip out of our hands. I don't know what to say. I'm actually just leaving a bar here in Gainesville, and I can't even move. I'm just sitting here still in the parking lot in depression. I mean, I don't understand Janikowski missed left nine points off the board. Like I said, he makes the 58-yard or whatever it is, and then he misses the other two, a 25-yard field goal, whatever it was. It was basically an extra point he missed. I mean, is his psyche that bad? I mean, that is just, like, devastating. The team played hard when they needed to. They, they didn't give up, which I'm glad we didn't quit. But the problem that I have, I guess, is these penalties. I mean, we've got to clean this shit up. I mean, this is just ridiculous. I mean, we were killing ourselves in the third, well, third quarter when we could have scored when that Lewis Murphy had that nice reception um, <clears throat> and got us inside the red zone. I mean, if we didn't jump off sides, I mean, or false start, you know, we could have easily probably punched in and got and, and this game wouldn't have even came down to this. We probably would have won it won the game a little bit more comfortable, or could have won the game a little bit comfortably, I should say. But, uh, I mean, Janikowski, he's got to get it together. I mean, come on. I mean, I, I was I had a bad feeling about him. You know, I didn't like him kicking these long field goals anyway. And, and you know, I was telling my buddy while I was sitting, I said, man, I don't want it to come down to him. And I don't understand why didn't Tom Cable or Hugh Jackson, whoever was calling the play, why didn't we take one shot at the end zone? I mean, they put eight men in the box. You know you're going to have one-on-one coverage. Why not just throw it up and see if you can get a pass interference call? We were getting them anyway. They were calling pass interference like crazy anyway. Or at least get a catch close to the goal line, and then we could have just ran Bush or McFadden in for the touchdown. You know, I mean, just, they could at least try one more play instead of just running up the middle to straighten up for fat boy Janikowski. But anyway, um, I am just pissed. I mean, he just bitched out, you know, Janikowski, just a straight-up punk in this game. But, uh, I mean, I know it's not totally his fault because there are some things that we could have done as far as these penalties that we needed to, uh, you know, clean up. But my, my, that was my main issue to getting these penalties we were committing, the, the false starts, the holdings, the pass interference. I mean, that, that's just ridiculous. Uh, and I don't know what to say, but, Bill Romanowski, I was listening to the pregame show, made a good point. I understand why the Raiders won't hire a retired referee or some type of referee that can just be there for practice. So every time we make a penalty, you know, they'll be able to know, okay, this, you're, you're jumping off sides, you're, you're legal motion, you're holding, you're passing. I mean, something. You know, hold these guys accountable. So anyway, I, I just, you know, I'm in total shock. But I don't know what to say. Well, we just got to beat the Texans next week. You know, we can't go one and three. We cannot do that. If we go one and three, we know what's going to happen. We all been, you know, their confidence is going to be shot, and we're going to look at another five and eleven season or six and ten season. We cannot go one and three. We have to beat the Texans next week. Should have won this week. It would be two and one. Frickin' Kansas City's three and zero. 
Anyway, Raider Nation for life. Peace. Sitting in the parking lot stunned sums up the whole game. Sitting in the parking lot, sitting in the house, sitting in front of your television with your mouth open, you know, drool coming out of the side of your mouth because you're fucking blown away about how that game ended, says it all. Jan choking a fishbone ski. We shouldn't have ever been there. The penalties, the no touchdowns in the red zone. Hey, man, I don't know what else to say. You said it all. Next, we have Obi-Wan Raider. What's up, Raider Nation? Obi-Wan Raider here from Houston, Texas. Um, Just got a call right now from special teams coach Fossil and also Sebastian Janikowski. Oh, I'm sorry I don't kick the ball straight this time, Mr. Al Davis. I missed three times. I have confession to make to you, Al Davis. I must throw game. Otherwise, Russian mob break my fucking neck. I'm so sorry, Raider Nation. What the fuck was that? Bruce Gretkowski battles his fucking ball-headed balls off. Gets us down there in a position to fucking score multiple times. We depend upon our special teams. You got one fucking job to kick the goddamn ball where it's supposed to fucking go. And you can't do that. You're the highest paid fucking kicker in history of the fucking league, and you missed three fucking field goals. On top of missing one last week, too. And special teams coach Fossil. You, like your dad, need to be coaching in the fucking Canadian Football League or the fucking UFL or wherever the fuck he's coaching at. How do you let them fucking run a goddamn kickoff back for a touchdown? You erase that run at the beginning of the fucking game. We don't lose, we win. You get Janikowski to make those three fucking field goals, even one of them, we fucking win. I was sitting there watching it on Channel Surfing Down, and I said, you know what? God damn it, let Bruce try and fucking win the game because I'm not trusting Janikowski's leg. Thank you fucking much. Raider Greg, I'm sorry for the rant, but I'm fucking pissed off about that. We finally get a chance to get back-to-back fucking wins. We keep talking about everything's fucking different, and this time it's not the offense that fucked us. The offense actually did a damn good job. Darius Hayward Bay is actually a fucking receiver. I don't believe it. It's the fucking special teams and a goddamn kicker. Even Shane Leckler did his fucking job making the ball touch two fucking Cardinals and we get both the damn balls back. Oh, I'm glad I don't live in fucking California anymore because I'd be tempted to drive to his house and beat his fucking ass. Now coming to the phone is the birthday girl, the Spike Raider, my little girl, her ninth birthday today. Hi, Raider Nation. My name's Kaylee. And my dad already told you, but today was my birthday. I turned nine. Go Raiders. There you go. The frustration reigns on <laughs> through the Raider Nation. And, you know, what else can I tell you? Sounds the same. Uh, we're all saying the same thing. And most importantly, happy birthday, Raider Kaylee. Happy ninth birthday from the Raider Nation podcast and crew. That's the way you raise your kids, brother. You're raising them right. Our next caller is a first-time caller. And I have to say this, man. The ladies of the Raider Nation are coming in 
fiercely, and I love it. And I thank you guys for it. It's refreshing. It's fucking cool. And I just, I just love it. And thank you, Raider Natalie, for breaking it down with all the emotion and the passion of the Raider Nation. Listen to Natalie go off. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation, this bitch has something to say. It's Raider Natalie calling from Broncoho country, and it sucks. I'm sure this is going to be a podcast where you're going to tell the kids to go to bed because this is a fucking bullshit game. Are you fucking kidding me? We make a decision to quarterback. Happy with it. Now, fat-ass, pot-smoking, Florida State bullshit motherfucker Janikowski can't even fucking hit a field goal in a fucking dome? Got to be fucking kidding me. Top it off, I was at the fucking Bronco game. Oh, yeah. Only Raider game I've missed in, good hell, 15 years maybe, sitting there watching the game go by and my droid, happy with the results, seeing that we're driving, thrilled, Broncos lose, happy as hell, walking out all of a sudden, four seconds left, see we're at the goal line, going to kick it, game final, down by one. What the fuck? And what is standing in front of me? Some douchebag fucking Bronco fan wearing a shirt called a, says Raider Hater for Life. Are you fucking kidding me? I can't believe I've... Why did I ever move here? Man, I'll tell you what. Oh, Raider Nation, my, my tears, my blood is silver and black. My tears are just nonstop. I, 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 don't, I don't know what... what, what we got to stay together as a nation because it's just bullshit. Here we go. Stay positive. Hell, at least we have a quarterback. If that fat-ass fucking motherfucker Janikowski can't get a kick, I swear, I'll find, I'm going to find his sorry ass. Let's go fucking throw him back to Florida, give him some more pot, and have him just fucking be done. Sick of this shit. All right. True Blue, here we go. We're going to go. I'm, take, I'm going to the Broncos game. We're going to fucking take him out. Looking forward to it. Stay together, nation. We have no choice. It's my family. It's my brothers, my sisters. Don't forget about your sisters out there, boys. You need us, too. Go Raiders. There you have it. Raider Natalie in hostile territory in the middle of Bronco country. You know that's tough, don't you, Colorado Chris? Hell yeah, but the Raider Nation stands up loud and proud, and I know Natalie ain't taking any crap from nobody. And if I was Jankowski, I'd be freaked out, not for anybody else, but Raider Natalie's going to get to your house and beat your ass, dude. Hey, maybe you should take some ecstasy and smoke some weed. Maybe they'll make some more kicks that way. Who knows? Thank you for the call. Excellent. Next, we have the Raider Nightmare with... Well, a famous quotation from an old Cardinals coach. <laughs> Check it out. Cardinals are who we thought they were. That's when we took down field. The Cardinals are who we thought they were. And we let it off the hook. If you want to crown their ass, then fucking crown their ass. But we let it off the hook. Fuck it. The Raider Nightmare. Peace, homies. Yep, we let him off the hook. 
is an understatement, brother. Next, we have the Pheromone Raider from New York. Check it out. He breaks it down very well. Raider Greg, this is Pheromone Raider from Rochester, New York. And I just got back from watching the Cardinals beat the Raiders, or should I say the Raiders beat themselves over and over again. I just don't get it. I don't understand why when you're on the one-yard line and you have the second-leading rusher in the league, you don't give him the ball. 31 other teams would have put the ball in the hands of their best player, but we don't do it. We run Bush once, and then we pass. This team is not built to pass in that situation. Give the ball to McFadden. He gets in. You should, and then we never even have the situation of Janikowski having to win the game. And then he misses. And I felt like Bruce played as good as he could with our offensive line. I mean, let's, let's face it, teams are going to just blitz the shit out of us all year. So there's really nothing we can do about that. But, I mean, how many times can you hand it a win and lose? And we did. So what are you going to do? Whoever's calling these plays needs to, needs to go somewhere else or do something else because it's a no-brainer. We're on the one-yard line, first and ten, or first and goal, and we give it to McFadden. That's all I got to do. But no, we give it to Bush once, and then we pass, and we lose, and that's why we suck. I'm pissed off. I'm out. Very good take. Makes perfect sense. And the guy you're talking about there would be Hugh Jackson. What a buffoon on the one-yard line. I don't get it. Doesn't make any fucking sense. Coaching. You heard me say it. Coaching, man. The right coaches make all the difference. Next, my good brother from Indio, Rada Ho. And this is some funny shit, man. You got to listen to this guy. Hey, guys. This is Raider Ho from Indio. What's going on? Oh, wait a minute. There's a flag on my call. Uh, sorry about that. I was offside. Oh, wait. There's another flag on the play. Uh, offsides, another offsides. So anyway, guys, want to touch up on the game. Um, had many of opportunities to. Oh, there's another flag. Offsides, Raiders, five-yard penalty. Um, just want to touch up on the game. Just want to say that uh, we had many opportunities to win the game. Uh, Janikowski missing field goals. That's unacceptable. Um, we just need to pound the rock when we got one yard to go and not freaking pass the ball. Yeah, so I don't know what the hell's going on with this play calling, but it's awful. Oh, there's another penalty. Holy crap. Let's get these penalties taken care of. These guys look like crap. Let's get it together, fellas. And uh, let's get it. We should have won that game. Man, I'm just disappointed right now. Anyway, guys, we'll talk to you soon. I'm heading out to Denver for the uh, December 19th game. Um, so hopefully I can hook up with you guys and uh, meet you in person. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Go Raiders. 123 yards and penalties. Need I say another fucking word? That was a great call, man. Funny as hell. Thanks, brother. Next, we have the queen of North Carolina, Rada and Alicia breaking it down for us. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is Annalisa again out in North Carolina, and I honestly thought we were going to win this one. At the risk of sounding cheesy, it made me feel better knowing that all of y'all were out there feeling the same thing. But we went as a family, 
we lose as a family. Anyway, I'm sure that you're getting a lot of calls about CBAF and the three missed field goals. I think it's ironic how when everything else was going wrong the past few years, we could always count on Janikowski. And now that our offense is becoming decent again, our kicking game, excuse my French, has gone to shit. And you know, it's okay to be upset because all of our hearts were broken today. But Raider Nation, I think we need to remember this, and I know a lot of you may disagree strongly with what I'm about to say. Let's not give up on him yet. There's been many a game where he put the only points on the board for us, and in the past when people would tease me about being a Raider fan, I could always retort back by saying that we had one of the best, if not the best kickers in the game. Steve Bass, if you're out there listening, I hope that you've just been having a few bad weeks and you'll snap out of this funk soon. And I pray to God that's the case, because I don't know how much longer I can go on defending you. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation, y'all have a good week, and Raiders for life. Bye-bye. Well, you know, Seabass, <laughs> or should I say, Jeno Shankowski has missed five field goals this season. And uh, it's not looking good for him. He's done this before, and he's jumped out of it. Let's hope he does it again. But it wasn't his fault totally. The rest of the team's got to take some heat for this as well. Let's just not make the man nervous. He has to keep going the rest of the season. He better pull it out, though, because people are getting pissed. Thank you for the call, lovely lady. My good friend comes in from England, Sheffield, England. That's rated D. He breaks it down, man. You could hear it in his voice. He's feeling it. Raider Greg, Raider Randy. It's Raider D in Sheffield, UK again. Man, what a way to lose a game. Unbelievable. Really sticks in the stomach, that one. Um, don't know where to start. I mean, just penalties and stupid timeouts and... Just ridiculous play calling when we're in the red zone. Um, they were a bad team. We should have beat those guys. I mean, handed two fumbles right in their own half, and we still can't punish them. But I don't know. It's, it's going to sting for a while, that one. But positives, I mean, Hayward Bay is looking twice the player he was last year. Lewis Murphy's looking good. Greg Kowski's obviously the man for the job. Um, and the running game looks great. Uh, we can get Bush rolling again. I mean, it's a pretty potent, potent uh, backfield we got there. So uh, I don't know. I'm still pissed, but pff, let's get it together, boys. Okay, go Raiders. Very well said. There's nothing else I can say. <laughs> you broke the whole game down, brother. Thank you for the call, um, and thank you for your takes, my man. Next, with a refreshing perspective, we have Raider Queef. From Oxnard, California. Let us know, brother. Raider Nation. This is Queef calling out of Oxnard. All I can say is, ah! We had that game today. Janikowski missed those kicks, especially the one at the end. Up until that point, we hung in there. We had that game. We had that game. We deserved to win that game. Janikowski, you're so consistent. Why blow it now when it means a win? Can't get too down on you, though, because I believe you're the man. But still, we needed you today. Oh, man. I was so happy knowing that San Diego and Denver losing, and we're going to lose today. 
and we were going to creep up one game behind Kansas City. Three seconds left on the clock, or was it four? I don't remember. Janikowski back to kick, pulls it to the left. Ah! Oh, man. But fans, Raider fans, if you felt the way I did up until that point, feeling good about your team, knowing that they were going to win, we should have won, and then have your heart ripped out, have it broken. Oh, tough loss. It's going to be one of those ones that we knew that we should have won. I guess it would be the end of the year. Arizona, we gave them that, that win. Very heartbreaking. But at least we put up points. Did we not put up some points today? And we should have put up more if not for Janikowski. But still, better than scores of last year, whatever to our 6 or our 10 or our 13. We got a good team. They look good out there today. Just sucks. So if anyone tells me or anybody else, the Raiders suck, just say, fuck you. We did good today. Just caught a bad break on the field goals, man. I think our team did good. I'm out. Yeah, you're right, man. We did score some points. Our offense moved the ball. We do have some good things to look forward to. It's a good thing that we're putting points on the board and we're getting into the red zone. We just need to put some more together and take care of those penalties and make the fucking kicks. Next, we have a very emotional and distraught Raider Juan Jorge. Are you kidding me? Unfucking acceptable in my book. You not miss that. Ever. Ever. And not only that. But that is his third field goal missed in this game. Now let's not look at this game. Let's look at the first one. He missed one there. It should have been two he missed. But there was a penalty. So he got to re-kick it and he made it. That's four missed field goals in three games. Oh, wait a minute. Against the Rams. He had another missed field goal. That's five in three games. Kickers only have one to two maybe. Five and three games? What is going on with him? What is this? Why? I don't get it. Why? We have this game. This was ours. Why? Unacceptable seems to be the word of the game, and I totally agree. Thanks for the call, brother. Next, we have Sleepless in Korea. Check this out, man. This guy stayed up all night for the chip shot that was not to be. What's up, Raider Nation? I just saw this fucking Raider game. I'm all the way in Korea. I stayed up all motherfucking night for this shit. And this fat fucking piece of shit, Janikowski, misses this fucking 32-yard chip shot. I, man, fuck Janikowski. Once again, unacceptable is the word. Thanks for the call, brother. Next, we have Raider Tony from San Francisco, and he needs some Raider therapy. Well, let us have it, brother. Give it to us from deep, deep, deep inside. <laughs> Un-fucking-believable. Raider Nation, this is uh, Raider Tony over in San Francisco. 
Raider Greg, I think I need some of your uh, therapy, some of your counseling, because I can't fucking believe what I just saw today. I mean, this was a game that we should have won. Three fucking field goals? Three. I can't believe... I don't remember the last time Sebastian Janikowski missed three fucking field goals in a game. Unfucking believable I can't believe it. Seriously. This was not <laughs> a perfect game. I mean, there were issues with... I thought there were some issues with the... Our offensive play calling, I thought that I'm all for letting Bruce loose, but I was, you know, more for letting McFadden loose on the one of the worst run defenses in the league. I mean, I thought that there were times we should have ran the ball and we should have ran the ball more than we did. I thought that that would have taken some of the pressure off Bruce and, and the offensive line. Even with that, though, we were still in position to fucking win the game. And Seabass missed three fucking field goals. Totally makeable. In, like, within, what, 30 yards? I just... He makes all that money to make those kicks. He's one of the highest-paid field goal kickers. That's it. You know, I, I don't know what else to say. Our defense did their jobs for the most part. I, you know, our special teams, you know, that opening touchdown, that was just uncalled for and ridiculous. But even with that, we still had a chance to win the game. And if Seabass just makes one of those fucking field goals, just one of them, we win. Unfucking believable Now we're one and two. And a home game against red-hot Houston Texans coming up. That's going to be a tough game. And I'll be there. I'm going to go get my tickets today. I'm going to buy them online. But, man, 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 I'm just in fucking shock. Unbelievable. Raider Greg, help us out. I'm out. No doubt this was a crushing loss. I mean, fucking crushing to everybody. And, you know, we all saw what should have been, could have been, and would have been, but wasn't. Thanks for the call, man. Next, we have Raider Mike from Northeastern PA. Uh, Raider Mike is a, a caller we've heard from before. He's a good guy, smart guy. Listen to his feeling in this call. Just listen to it. Hey, Raider Greg, it's Raider Mike from Northeastern PA. Just really disappointed over that game today. Fucking Janikowski can't kick to save his life. Just big, big letdown. I just hope that uh, this doesn't carry on to the next game or two. Just watching the game here, direct TV, disappointed. Just can't even, can't even talk about it. It's just disgusting. So... Just thought I had to plug one in there. Haven't called in a while, so hopefully they could rebound from this. All right, take care. Well, man, don't be depressed. Just know that you've vented a little bit here, and our team's going in the right direction. It's just not going in the right direction fast enough for this fan. Thanks for the call. Next, we have ATL Raider from Atlanta. 
Check it out, man. He used to live in the desert. Yeah, what's up, man? This is ATL Raider out here in Atlanta, a.k.a. formerly known as Desert Raider after living in Arizona for 20 years. I can tell you, those are the old cards that we played. And they will let you in the game. They will give you plenty of opportunities to win. But it looks like we're the old Raiders because that was pathetic. Janikowski looked like a deer in headlights, man. He just knew, knew, knew he was going to miss that. and just could see the fear in his eyes, man. It just seems like it doesn't matter who the kicker is, how good they are. And that last play of the game, when it's on, when it's on them, more times than not, it looks like everybody choked. So can't really put on Janikowski, though. But what pisses me off is Cable, man. That should never have come to that because that dude dropped the ball, man. What's up with that? You're in the end zone, on the goal line, and you run out of, and the time runs out on the clock, on the play clock. That's inexcusable, man. This comes back on, on cable, man. This is just ridiculous. That game should have been won. And, uh, you know, he put out in the press that uh, uh, this game doesn't define us. Well, we better watch his ass. It might define him because uh, I'm not too high on cable after this, man. Just, just shitty play, man. Just a lot of bad calls and just wasn't happy with that at all, man. You better watch out, man. Cable's going to be on the hot seat for sure now. Anyway, man. We're going to do it this year. I'm still looking for 8-8 eight and eight out. Well, I knew when he shanked both first kicks he missed to the right, I knew he would overcompensate to the left. That's what I was thinking before the kick. It's exactly what I thought. I didn't look at his eyes, but I just thought he's going to overcompensate. He's going to kick it to the left. There it was. Oh, well. Let's just hope our team gets better. And, yeah, coaching, man. You heard me say it on this show. I'll say it again. Coaching is lacking in this team. With this many penalties and these buffoon calls, what can I say? Next, a solid friend, a solid Raider fan, and a guy who knows what the fuck he's talking about, my good brother, Raider Frank. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, how's it going, guys? Uh, Nice to talk to you on the chat line this weekend. Anyway, I got a good couple points. This is Raider Frank. I got a couple points, observations that I want to say, hey, we made Derek Anderson look serviceable. And we all know he's a trash quarterback. How many people out there picked him on a status on their fantasy team? Probably nobody. This guy is a trash quarterback. We gave, gave this guy plenty of time to sit there and pick us apart. Now he wasn't great. He wasn't good. He was serviceable. But the defensive pressure was not there. We let this guy kind of just hang in there. I think we needed to get some more pressure on, some more blitz packages going on. I don't know if that was a scheme just to kind of let him uh, see what kind of rush we could get with our line. Kind of think we need to pressure more. Second of all, I think the game call, the planning offensive uh, game calls were decent. They weren't great. But I think we went a little bit down the field too much. We should have sacrificed a little bit more of the home run for the for the double. You know, 20 yards, 15 yards. You know, going to Miller was great. But let's spread it around a little bit more. I think we can do a lot more with that. Thirdly, Sebastian Janikowski. I do not believe that he lost the game for us. Yeah, he might have missed a couple of field goals. But there at the end, we had plenty of time to try to make a touchdown. And for whatever reason, we sat on the clock, 
trying to get into field goal position to let Janikowski win the game for it. Now, that, is that telling me that uh, the Raider offensive coordinator or Cable doesn't have uh, faith in the offense? Shoot. Come on, let's be more aggressive than that. Get the touchdown. Forget the field goal. Anyway, again, some of you guys might agree with that, might not. But, uh, you know, I'm a Raider fan that's in it for the long haul. we got to get these things fixed. we got some tough games coming up. And, uh, you know, some of, those, some of those teams are on the choke. So let's get in there. Let's give them some games, Raiders. Go Raiders. Raider Frank out. Raider Frank has great points. Why didn't we put more pressure on Anderson? I thought that was the game plan, but evidently not. Uh, maybe they were afraid of the pass too much or he gets the ball out too fast. I don't know. But we have the we have the manpower to put the heat on, and it showed against the Rams. we got to do that again, and that's a good point. The other thing, too, I already said it. Why did we take so many shots way down the field? We wasted a lot of time and a lot of downs, and more the case, the legs of our desperately needed wide receivers on those long plays. We can't be doing that. We got to stick with what we do well, run the ball, dink and dunk a little bit, then take our shots when we are ahead. Great call, Frank. Thank you, my brother. Our next caller uses the word dick and pussy, but I just want you to understand he is a doctor. Dr. Raider. Hello, this is Dr. Raider. Well, hand us a big pussy and a big dick because we just fucked ourselves. We really did. With all the penalties and missed opportunities, you know, you, you just can't win the game. With, I think we had like 11 penalties for well over 100 yards. Sebastian Jankowski, you got to make those. You made a 61-yarder uh, last year. You can make a 36-yarder to win the game. What the fuck? That's all I got to say about that in your words, Raider Greg. P.S. Dan McFadden. Can we say comeback player of the year? I don't want to jinx it, but damn, he good. And if you don't give it to him, DHB should get it. P.P.S. Again, fuck the NFL Network. They only showed about five highlights of our game. And that's it. Dr. Raider. There you go. You could feel the love right there from Dr. Raider. And remember, like I said, he is a doctor. This is my good brother from Bakersfield, Raider Jaime. And check it out, man. You can hear that he's bummed, but he is still loud and proud. I love it, man. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is Raider Jaime calling out of Bakersfield. Hey, man, what a game, huh? If it wasn't for that fucking uh, field goal, fucking channel, uh, fucking miss, I think it would we would have been a lot happier campers on Monday. But it did come down on the wire. Man, it was a great fucking game. How about uh, DHB coming around, huh? Fuck. These guys are gelling, man. I'm telling you, this season's gonna it's gonna turn out great. You guys watch. Keep your hopes. And I'd also like to say, um, rest in peace, George Blanda. He was, um, he was uh, the fabric of uh, Raider football. You know, the guy, the guy just put it out there. 
being in his 40s and still, you know, clutch player for the Raiders, you know. But anyways, um, I think we're going to have a great season. Just keep your head up, Raider Nation. I'm out. I hope you're right, man. You know what? I just hope that we do get better and better and continue to get better and start winning. You know what? That's our hope. And I'm glad you're bringing it up, brother. Thanks for the call. Next, we have Raider Josh. Check it out. Raider Nation, what is up? This is the Nature Boy. Woo! It is Raider Josh. Man, such a heartbreaker yesterday. We really needed that win. But I got to say, all in all, I almost gave a call to the bone line on Wednesday when Greg Kowski was named the starter. I feel that we wasted a fourth-round pick for Campbell. And if Greg Kowski was our guy at the end of his year last year, why did we go after this guy? Just because McNabb got traded to the Redskins and now a a former first-round pick is available? Hey, so is fucking Jamarcus Russell, and look what we fucking did with that guy. Now, I'm not saying Jason Campbell is in the same league or uh, preschool league as Jabusto, but really, if if we knew Gadkowski was our guy last year and Cable knew that he was our guy last year and everyone through the fucking OTAs and the minicamps knew that Gadkowski was our guy last year, why the fuck did we waste a fourth rounder to go and get Campbell? It already next year, we're not going to have our first rounder. They go to the fucking Patriots. Now we don't have a fourth rounder for next year either. Fuck, it's not really looking all that good in terms of draft, but I got to say the offense, Hayward Bay, holy shit, I was probably that dude's biggest fucking hater last year, is actually coming up. I can't believe it. The guy actually worked hard, caught some fucking balls. He was running nice routes. Yeah, he did drop a few, but shit, you know, most most uh, receivers nowadays drop a few here and there. It's just those uh, good signs on what has to come with this dude, so... All in all, Raiders, heartbreaker yesterday, but uh, everything is looking on the up and up. Bruce is the guy, and uh, I think he's going to do some good things for us this year, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Raider Randy, uh, really appreciate you. Raider Greg, appreciate everything you guys do. Thanks a million for the time. I'm out. Well, I don't know why they went and got Campbell. I thought it was a good move. I don't think it was foolish. I think that's that's what they knew they had to improve as our quarterback position. I think there's nothing wrong with going after him. Campbell may make a good quarterback yet. So, you know, let's not uh, let's not judge that too much because we needed a quarterback. It could have been the right move still. So, uh, Greg Kowski's the man. Trust me, I believe he is too. He brings the team together and makes things happen, puts points on the board. Uh, good call, my brother. All right, who's next? The Sanho Reed. Raider Nation, the San Jose Raider. Had to call back, you know, get my emotions in check. But it's Monday, and you know what? It still fucking sucks, man. I, I just can't believe we gave that game away like that. Hopefully we can just win it next week against the Texans and the following week with the Chargers. Two tough games coming back-to-back. That's all I got, Raider Nation. Randy, Greg, keep doing up the good work. I'm out. Thanks for the call, brother. Last but not least, we have Houston Raider Steve on the line. And he is from Houston, obviously, and he's got the lowdown 
blowdown on what they've been talking about our Oakland Raiders. Check it out. Hello, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, all the great Raider Nation listeners out there on the podcast. Just want to let you know, this is Houston Raider Steve. This whole season, and even in the offseason, uh, all these Houston Texans fans have been talking shit about how great they are, how good they're going to go to the playoffs, what a great coach they have, ex-Bronco Ho, Kubiak, who doesn't know his head from his ass, bad time management, has more excuses of why they fucking lose, and Carter's got pills, and Rick Smith, their GM, who doesn't know what the hell he's doing half the time. I tell you what, you know, they've been talking shit about how bad Hayward Bay is. They've been taking pot shots at the... Uh, at the Raiders for years, making them a joke like we get no respect like Roger Dangerfield. The sports talk show here is 610 AM radio. The Mark Vandermeer, who's the voice of the Texans, has been always bad-mouthing the, uh, the Oilers, I mean, excuse me, the Oilers, the Raiders all these years, taking shots, saying that, that uh, he's just a journeyman quarterback, Radkowski, and what his poor rating is. and Just, just poor-mouthing everything. Doesn't give him any fucking respect. You know that? He can shove it up his ass. Him and John Lopez, the other the other goon on that show. Anyway, just to let you know the kind of shit they've been talking over here in Houston for years about the Raiders, about how they wish they didn't have to play them and everything because uh, they don't even consider them a quality opponent. Well, you know what? I hope Hayward Bay, I hope Lewis Murphy just torches their ass. You know, just fuck them. You know, and then they've got, the only deep threat they have is, uh, of course, Andre Johnson and everything, but his ankles hurt. Who knows if he's going to play? They said he's not, but you never know. And Owen Daniels is another tight end that's good. And then, of course, Foster this year. You know, they're, they're secondary shit, basically. But anyway, I just want to let Raider Nation know about all the shit they've been saying. I wish you guys would call into 713-572-4610. 713-572-4610 and tell those assholes at 7.52 in the morning, uh, Central Time, every day of the week, Monday through Friday. You can't curse and everything, but you can kind of let them know that, you know, we're not going to take any crap. Because those a-holes don't even give us any respect. Over here in Houston on the flagship station, 610 AM. Go Raiders! Well, did you expect anything less? Well, you know, they think everything down there in Texas is bigger and better. They're going to come to Oakland. They're expecting an easy game. We're not even an opponent, they're saying. We're not even worthy of their team traveling to Oakland. Well, I hope they put that all over the locker room so all the players can see how they're punking the Raiders, maybe that would be the ignition we need for this fucking rocket ship. Thank you, my brother, for the call and the insight on the propaganda being spread by the Texans. That being said, don't forget, Raider Nation, to check out the Raider Nation videocast videos for this season. We start out with the Titans game there in Tennessee. It was a blast. You could see the Raider Nation was in force. We travel well, you know. And also, we have another video coming up in the next couple days. It is our season opener against the Lambs. That is funny, too. It's got some great people, great, great things. You'll see. Check it out. It's on YouTube. Raider Nation video cast. Type in Titans game. You'll see it. Next one will be Rams game. You'll see it, too. Don't forget our blog, RaiderNationPodcast.com. Get on in there. Get on the forum. Check it out. See what people are saying. See what people are doing. It is fun as hell. We have a great-ass time. As always, you know what? The Raider Nation always comes in strong. You guys are awesome. We have thank you for the bone line calls. We thank all of you for being on the video. We just love the Raider Nation. And you can see us in our glory on YouTube. Mm-hmm.
We got two big games coming up. Tough teams, good teams, like the Titans. We have to be ready to play our A game, and I mean without any Bs falling into place. It was a fucking crushing loss to the Cardinals. Crushing because we did make progress. Crushing because we were so close, closer than we have been in years, to making a real game come together away. Two games in a row. We had a lot riding on this week. Now it's time to put the fuck up or shut up. I'll tell you, this team needs to show who they are this weekend at home in our own house. This team needs to come and put it together for the Raider Nation who's going to be there screaming their asses off for this fucking team. This team needs to show the fans what they're made of. This is the weekend. It has to happen. And I'll tell you what, with the guys in place and the right coaching, putting our players in the position to use their skills in the very best way. We can win this game. I've said it before. I totally believe that this game is a winnable game. And not only winnable, Matt Schaub could be the biggest doggone sack bag of sacks in NFL history this Sunday if our defense steps up. If our offense steps up and they keep that fucking idiot Mario Henderson off the line, and keep the penalties down and play disciplined football. If Jan Okowski could take the shank out of his ass and kick the ball between the uprights, we can win this game. Special teams must come and play. This team has to play their A game, folks. That means all three phases. That means all the game. That means all the fucking time. They need to win this game for this fan base, for everyone from Hawaii to Japan, from Australia, New Zealand, to Holland, to Germany, to Cologne, Germany, to England, to the submarine water somewhere where the surface raider lurks. They got to win this fucking game for the fans, man. And they got to do it right. The raider way, like George Blanda would, play tough, play hard. Play with pain, play with injuries, play your ass off for this team and this fan base. I am Raider Greg, and that is all I have to say about that.